Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gotham After Show. Up next, we're talking the epic Fish and Penguin final uh, countdown and the debut of a new Jim Gordon love triangle again. Man, come in here and talk with us. (laughs) You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Men down, where you from? Hey, hey, hey. Yes, yes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Gotham After Show. Uh, Season 3, Episode 2, Mad City Burns a Witch. I'm your guy, Michael Drew. You you can always find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew. Michael E-A-L. I'm here with my boy, Mr. Steve Kaufman. I'm your boy? You always have been in my heart. You guys can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. And those of you who've been following me tweet live tweeting the debate, I'm here now. So don't talk about it anymore. Yes. Live tweet. Yeah, now we're going to live tweet this debate. Yes. This debate. That beat. To this beat. Is it is it Penguin or Mooney? Who are you going for? Penguin. Yeah. I'm, old, I'm not new. Old, not, all right. Oh, well, new, not old. Well, things. I'm going for Mooney. I'm loving, I loved Mooney this episode. Mooney won me. This mm. episode, I was really a big Fish Mooney guy. Like, there were moments in this episode where I was watching Fish, and I was like, damn, man. Jada Pinkett can act, man. She oh, has, like, she... There's these moments that she has in this show where I'm just like, jeez. Like, she'll go from being a character to, like, you know, really playing up the big villain thing, and then there'll just be this strict line of straight uh, passion and real emotion that you're just like, damn. Well, there are a lot of critics who wonder why Jada Pinkett Smith's on this show, and the real answer, regardless of the fact that this show's awesome... Is that she gets to play this character. Yeah, she's having a great time. Just doing, like, really chomping into, mm-hmm. just, because actors don't necessarily do stuff for the same reasons we watch stuff. True. That they do I stuff like, how do I get to play a DC villain? Yeah. And that's what she's doing. She She's nailing it. I know. It's, I agree. I really, really agree. Uh, today, there's no Monty, no Monty Bolanos. Um, she caught the Trump, uh, what I'm gonna... Call the Trump virus? The Trump flu. The mm-hmm. hashtag, hashtag Trump flu. Ooh. You think so? Unless it comes out that he's on coke tonight, at uh-huh. which point she does not have that. She does she not ha- have the Trump she flu. She has a regular flu. <laughs> <laughs> right We've got the sound effects on the ones on and two, Steve, in the booth. Yes. Um, all right, so off the, before we get into it, off the top... Right off the top, your thoughts on the show? Love this episode. This is the perfect episode we needed after last week. Yeah, you were about to say that right before the show started. You were and then I was just like, no, I'm going to stop myself. But mm-hmm. this this episode is exactly what we needed. And it's something this show does very well, which the very first episode, they pretty much build a brand new sandbox of every season. And then the second episode, we really start to play in that sandbox of like, what is the vastness of this sandbox that we just built? How yeah. deep does it go? What is the sand? What kind of toys we got? Okay. Are there other kids here? I'll explore this metaphor all day. No, that's a great metaphor. Uh, I like the fact that, uh, to jump off your phenomenal point, Steve, I like that they're playing with everything in the sandbox. And 
they always do a good job for a one-hour show. Like, every episode, it's... When the show's over, I always feel really, uh, like, filled. Like, I just came from a buffet. Yep. And, not, and not a bad buffet where you're just overfilled on no, eating like a, crappy food because like that it was buffet cheap. At the, like that buffet at, um... I was about to say the Borgata, and I'm like, that's an okay buffet. Okay, um, The buffet at the Bellagio. Oh, like, a top... Like, a high-end... High like, you had, right. you had some surf, you had some turf, you had some steak, okay. you had some shrimp... Little high end. Uh, you you had you every... high end like that. Is that what you're doing? I I play. I play. Cough man. When I when I go to Vegas, I play. Okay, Steve. We'll come um, with that. No, but all right. So yeah, I, it was very it was very fulfilling, and they they put so much into the episode, mm. and it doesn't feel like there are moments. There's always gonna be an episode or two where they try too hard to fit too much in, but this episode didn't really do that, and I thought they did a good job of just putting in all the good juicy stuff. And like when you think about the fact. Everything that happened in this episode, that's a lot happened for a one-hour yeah. episode. The Ivy, the, the debut of the new Ivy, oh. the Bruce, Bruce's clone or twin or whatnot, Jim, Jim and Vale, the debut, I mean, the, the reveal at the end of Lee. Um, they, no, they, they had a great episode. Like, everything happened in this, in like, this, like, episode two. <laughs> But in one it, but it all it, it, but it's encapsulated in everything they've set up up until now yeah. and everything they've built last week. Yeah, to be like this is what we're playing with, prob- realistically from now to December. It's like this is what we're going to play with from ten to twelve weeks, mm-hmm. and that's all you get. Like whoever we whoever's introduced between now and December is one of Strange's people that got out of the yeah. Indian Hill. Like it's not going to be anything else. If we don't. If they haven't existed in this plane, or they can't be explained by this plane by now, we're not seeing them till the till the spring. And, and they're not doing um, villain of the week either. That too. And they're not just relying on villain of the week. You know what I mean? Because even if there is a villain of the week, while that's going on, there's still so many side quest like mm-hmm. stories going on that it's still very fulfilling. Like there's a, there's something on the plate for everybody every episode. You know and what I mean? villain of the week isn't. Well, I think the the strategy they're imploring is villain of the week can be people who've broken out of Indian Hill that we haven't seen yet or we haven't really seen the full scope of yet. Mm-hmm. And they can either get locked up or beaten down. And maybe they come back next week. Maybe they're gone forever. But it's it's a lot more tactful than it would be if this were a mid-90s. If this were like NYPD Blue, yeah. but in Gotham, it would be villain of the week. Like We wouldn't be talking about a really big A-side arc. But also TV in the mid '90s, you would have to reiterate who every character was. I know every so week. You're exactly. Well, you know, Mulder, you're a skeptic. Oh, <laughs> just in case you forgot. So <laughs> try rewatching some X Files. It's yeah. impossible. You know what, Jim? You're such a a, a good guy turned a bad boy. You're such I a vigilante, know. Jim. I know. <laughs> oh God, TV the '90s. Huh? How we've come so far. I know. Um. All right. So let's start it off with. Uh, Jim, Jim Gordon's storyline kicks off with Vicky Vale showing up with with a proposition to to help him find Mooney. She says she uh, essentially she says she wants to help him find him, and then I guess he'll get the money and she'll get the story. And she mm-hmm. wants a good partnership going on. And I, when this was going down, I, I was I was like, okay, I didn't, I wasn't with you last week. Was it you who said last week that you think something romantic might be going on, or was that Mons? That felt like that felt like a Mons. Yeah, that is very much a Monsy thing. I was looking for love. I, no, no, I, I, th- I said the exact opposite. I thought Gordon needed to be a lonely yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agreed with you for a second. <laughs> I, I thought lo- I think Gordon needed to be a lonely drunk because a lonely drunk then just becomes a lonely, self-actualized person. Yeah, and then 
a lonely, self-actualized person gets a girlfriend and a, who becomes a wife. Yeah. And then they just become a self-actualized person with a wife. Yeah, and you know, for storyline Three purposes. Three steps, guys. Maybe, yeah, but, you know, it could have done, that could have happened. Then, you know, maybe she could have helped him get out of his drunken stupor. Like, mm-hmm. true love. Because it's always good to date a drunk because you can always save him. <laughs> That's always the way to go. Find yourself someone with an addiction and save them from the addiction. Just like in the movies. Uh, I can't wait until that clip surfaces years uh, from now. <laughs> Michael Andrew says, <laughs> date drunks, save them. That's true love. Uh, so they, they come across the idea to find Selena. Selena's going to be their number one, their, mm. their key to finding a fish. And this, again, to this episode, they go to the destination. I really didn't think they would go first. We get, we get our first uh, Barbara and Jim interaction. That was a little early. That was early, but it was good. Like, when it happened, I was like, oh, you see? <laughs> what? There, there was no build-up to it. Oh, I'm glad they did we're that. Just, oh, okay, we're here now. Yeah. What did you think about the interaction? I like this interaction a lot. I thought it was... I just like they got out of the way. Like, it's one of the... Like, we don't have to deal with it now. Because if they didn't do it this week, we'd be talking about like, it this week and happen? next week and, and then, then next week, and then it would build up and we'd build up the expectation. And then when and it then, happened, it wouldn't be as because good, Because it would still be like this. It would still just be like, hey... Yeah. I know. Uh, It'd just be a passive thing, like, oh, hey, what's up? So where's Selena? Okay, like, damn, we waited 15 episodes yeah, like, for her to tell him where Selena is? Well, and it would be, it's similar to last week, where the people are forgotten, but the pain stays the same, like with Penguin and Tabitha, where it's like, you killed my mother! It's like, whoa. You're, I know, I know. You're just over that? I know. Where it's like, we learned this week, he's not over that. Yeah. He's over, ta- he's, he's... I don't know if he's forgiven Tabitha, but he's moved on from placing that blame on Tabitha, where it's more like, no, my mother's dead, and that sucks. Yeah. He's living there, not in, I blame Tabitha. Yeah. Because he can kill Tabitha. He can kill most people in Gotham. Okay. And you think, you think that's what uh, that was what was going on with the Barbara and Jim scene? No. I was just... It was just like... I just spun off a little. Well, it's okay. Bring me, bring me back. Um, I, in, the, in the Barbara scene, I just thought that she's a, she's just, she's a nut, man. I just mm. keep forgetting... <laughs> How much of a nut she is. That's... I just keep forgetting how much of a nut... Like, she's full-on insane. Like, when they had the little moment of going back and forth, and then at the very, very end, Barbara just stops and is like, Hey, by the way, I had a dream you had no legs, and I was and I, and I had you in a cradle, and I had to... I had you in a carriage, and I had to walk you. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> she crazy. And Vale, I like that. <laughs> she crazy. She crazy. And Vicky Vale's in the back just eating it up. She's just <laughs> loving the whole spiel. She's, I, it's a, it's like painting a perfect picture of Jim Gordon to her, because she's, she's saying so much. Like if you if you consider the first two episodes of what she's witnessed with Jim Gordon, of course it's attractive to her. It's and she's gonna meet Lee like next week. I know it's she's gonna get, like that is how great relationships start. Of just hi, this is that's yeah. me. Sorry, this I meant me. to say this is me. That's me. Yeah. The the vomit on the table. That's <laughs> that's who I am. Yeah, and here's a person who appreciated that vomit lap before you. <laughs> Like, oh, and then here's three her. women fighting over the vomit. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Jeez. You want in? Yeah, I know. Do you want in on this? You want to take a sip? You want... <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop that metaphor that there. Was, that was nasty. Um, <laughs> so they, so after that, Barbara essentially tells them where to find Selena, right? She yep. says, uh, "Yeah, where to find Selena?" And when they go after, once they leave, this is the part where. Where you start getting a little bit more of that Vicky Vale, sorry, mm. Val, Valerie Vale, umph. She ditches Jim. She completely hits him with the well, 
with the one two. Did you not see this coming after no, last I didn't week? See that coming. No, I mean I didn't. She I was, they didn't she wasn't going to screw him over. She's thought, absolutely going to screw him over. I thought she was fully like, "Hey, you got me." Because she she sold it pretty uh, pretty well in the apartment. She's no. like, "Hey, you got me. Maybe I lied to you a bit. Look, me and you on the same team." And because no. she wanted something from him, I thought she would just no. There were the adversaries. They're going to screw each other over left yeah. and right. That's they're that, literally going to screw each other. But more on that in a second. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe they didn't. I don't know. I, I nine Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> after the first kiss, right to the sheets. Game over. I don't even know if that's a... I'll take it, but I don't oh, know. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my to the other Steve in the production room, hitting us with the with the with the perfect perfectly timed uh, sound bites. I'm in the production room. Huh? The other Steve in the um, we're done. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, all right. So they're gonna they go to go find. So they go to go find Selena and Val, Vicky ba- Vale. Sorry, I'm always gonna say Vicky Vale. Vicky Just say Vale. I'm gonna say Vale. Vale. Uh, uh, screws him. She ditches him in the uh, in the old. Uh, she gives him the old one two, leaves I mean, him stuck. He left her handcuffed in a cop mm-hmm. car, not knowing she knew how to pick a, pick handcuffs. Yeah, essentially, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. He because had he known that, he would have zip tied. I don't know. However, however else she he could have tied her up in a way that he knew she wouldn't leave. He intended her to stay handcuffed in that cop car. Which is worse. Yeah, I I mean, you're right. But there is this thing about Jim where he always, everyone always, there's always this moment where it kind of indicates that he, even though he, you don't know he knows, he knows. You know what I mean? Like, there's always this thing where he's like, I know she knows how to pick a lock. She's, she's a, she seems to be a, a smart reporter. I give her that, I'll give her that respect. I think we're giving Jim too much respect. I, Especially I lonely, drunk Jim. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there's always lonely, a, drunk Jim we've seen the last two weeks. But don't you think there's always a moment in the show where, where it's well, like no, he kind of knew what was going to well, happen. Well, no, there's a level, but we got that last week where he said, you're handcuffed to a cop car a block away from a police station. That was how he thought she was safe. He mm. didn't think she could pick locks. He should have, but... should have. All right, so, Vale, Vale uh, calls the cops. She, yeah, she, she, so she, she after, after jerking, uh, jerking around <laughs> Jim, she calls the cops into the, the location. Because she wants, she and when Bullock comes, she tells Bullock, "You go in there. Remember, you get me the story, and we're good." So she gets the one up on him, and then the cops go in there, and we have ourselves a nice little GCPD versus the Freaks of Gotham uh, throwdown. I enjoyed this throwdown, and that was quick too, wasn't it? That was it? just like once again, it had. They may have put that in the teaser for this week, last week, maybe. And I would have assumed it was one of those moments where you put it in the teaser at the mm-hmm. end of episode one, and it's not till episode five. Yeah. Because once again, that feels like a throwdown that's way down the line. And they're like, nope, we got you at two. Doesn't that kind of give the indication that there might be a lot to come? Like yeah. something intense is going to come? Where it's like, nope, the, this throwdown, this throwdown, and then like this populist leader, Penguin, like this all happens today. Because mm-hmm. we got places to go. We don't, or we're going to burn out in three weeks. <laughs> but I don't think that, I don't, they have the pedigree behind them with three seasons. Yeah. That that's not going to happen. Speaking of Penguin, Fish escapes. And this leads Penguin to hold a street press conference with the media. He was a street press conference with the media. And, like, he's borderline starting a revolution. Um, maybe it's because where we are tonight to begin with. It's very, very close to home. <laughs> I mean, I saw a certain level of Trump in the Penguin tonight. Oh, okay. Am I... And maybe that's just how... 
weirdos weirdos take public office and the populace gets behind them. But well, like Church of um, Cult of Personality? Yeah, that's I think I think I'm I'm reading into deeper things than that just should have Trump. Been the intro song. Cult of personality. Well, it'll There's be next week because or the week the week he starts to run for mayor, which has to happen this week. Cult my of, man. Cult of Personality gonna is when same, we're going to come that in. That was going to be my prediction. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. We're definitely on the that same mayor, page. That mayor thing, uh, Penguin for mayor, it's coming. And by the way, uh, Gotham, Fox, send us buttons if it's happening. Oh, man. Can you please send that us Cowboy awesome. Pot for mayor buttons? Cowboy Pot for mayor. DM us on Twitter. We will give you the address to here. Give us as many as you can. Yes. Hashtag, hashtag Cobblepot for mayor. You should tweet that now. So I know, right? So you're, ahead of, every, so you're ahead of the game. I think I'm going to start that. Go for it. Then, I'll, then I'll, I'm going to hijack it and then take um, credit for it. So after, so after his little, uh, his little um, uh, uh, excitements and exciting uh, up, getting everyone riled up for his little uh, anti-monster revolution, we go back to the GCPD, and you know, and Jim comes across Vale. And mm. she, uh, was, was she, uh, she, she says, let's, ha- let's call it even. Now she's official. Now she's officially saying, hey, we're even. I could go with even there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think they, I think they have a healthy respect for one another. He likes, he needs a worthy adversary. He always yeah. needed a worthy adversary. <laughs> Penguin for president. Yeah, Penguin I, versus Trump. Exactly. Uh, Ultra 1999. I hear you. Yeah. Um, it, it, would be, it would be a train wreck. That would be a why That'd be must-see TV. We'd. Yeah, I'd watch that. Of course. Um, I so Gordon in the office. Yes. It, at the GCPD, we're like, you're not a cop anymore. Yeah. Then why is he? Why is he here? I think Barnes likes him, man. I, I think they clearly like and admire each other. Yeah. Ivan Soto. Did Gotham forget that Penguin is a murderer? I mean, maybe everyone in Gotham's a murderer. I think they. I think if you got one body on you, no one cares. You need like eight. Then they're like, all right, maybe we shouldn't. Gotham's a little crazy. I mean, it's I like, will... I feel like that's nothing. And Penguin is like, I don't know, Penguin is like a public murder. Like, if OJ, if things had, had gone to... <laughs> Are you about to say OJ? No, I was about to say if OJ Simpson had a better publicist after the trial, we would regard him like we regard other, other like, skeevy celebrities. You know what? That's a valid argument. That's a valid argument. Also, if he didn't hold people hostage in hotel rooms yeah. over other stuff and then wind up in actual prison okay. for another thing. <laughs> We're talking cult of personality. A cult of personality. All right. So so Jim meets Vale. They, they squash the beef. They're on the same side, apparently, it looks like. And then Jim sees my guy, Lucius Fox. I love seeing Lucius. I love this love actor, Lucius too. Fox. Yeah. So he sees Lucius Fox. Lucia, Lucius looks at him and tells him to come in the back. I, I love how Jim everything Jim does is so it's so like under under the covers now. Mm-hmm. Like everything he does is like someone's like cuz everyone still likes Jim. Yeah. So they're just he like, can't, "Hey, look, yeah. I got you. Come here." But I do I do like and it speaks to Gotham as a city, especially the GCPD. Yeah. That he pr- still pretty much gets all the information he would have had if he worked there. I know. I know, right? Where it's like, "No, Fox has got it." I'll, cool, I'll show you the body. I know. <laughs> like, it's like, damn, man. Because, A, everybody likes Jim. B, Gotham is, like, super corrupt that, like, the three people, the three people that actually want to help Gotham all help Jim. Yeah. They all know each other. They meet every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> the people who actually want to make Gotham better. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like the good Illuminati. Yeah. The, the good Illuminati. Uh, Illuminati? 
Illuminati. Illuminati with a K? With a um, big, it should be a big knot. Illuminati. Not N-O-T, all capital? We're going to work, we're workshopping yeah, we'll, this, we'll, guys. We'll, They're not all perfect. Don't worry about we'll it, We'll get there. We got something for you in the pot. The cobble pot? All also, right. Renji9098 in the chat. Apparently, murderer is better than a monster. That's In Gotham, baby! But that's... But that's... I could make that... Because if you murder a monster... Ah. But that's a rationale that the public could make. Yeah. I'm not going to go back to my OJ metaphor. <laughs> that would be a mistake. So, all right. So, Jim meets with Lucius, and they sh- and Lucius shows him Peabody's body. <laughs> yeah. The Peabody. Yeah, shows him the Peabody. <laughs> and they... And it's like, you know, after the the initial shock of her looking like a, a, a mummy, like mm. a decrepit mummy, uh, they realize that Mooney is probably after Strange. Yep. They put two and two together. They're looking, they got her because she knows her Strange is. They want Strange. Gordon's a full step behind here. Think so? He's, like, this is, he stepped up from season one. Mm-hmm. From season one, where he was like five steps, six steps, seven steps behind. Well, he doesn't work at the GCPD. I know. Now, the GCPD. He can just, now he can just ask Fox what's happening. Yeah. Um, the so, Illuminati. Ivan Illuminat. Soto in the chat. That makes sense. So it turns. So Bullock is straight up kidnapped by Fish after this. He's kidnapped by Fish, and Fish touches Bullock and puts the voodoo on him to find mm. out where Strange is. Once they realize that they have to find Strange, we go right. The only person who knows where Strange is is Bullock, and right on cue. Mm. Fish gets Bullock. But she kisses him because I think she's she always him, yeah. wanted to kiss yeah, him. Yeah, she likes him. They got, yeah. they got chemistry. They knew it. They knew each other. Yeah. If, if she, if he wasn't a good guy and she wasn't, you know, infatuated with power I could see in an them. evil way, they probably, you know. If this were Metropolis, they'd probably just be a mid-level villain couple. Yeah. Well, if you know, like a lot of the, a lot of the main characters have a thing for powerful women. Like that's the, I think that's the one thing a lot of the guys. That's a huge theme, actually. That is like they all like powerful women, or they all like women who stand their ground, who are powerful women who aren't just like super demure, like hey, whatever you want. Mm. Like every woman in here is like super, super, like stands, you know, is like you know, powerful, strong, mm. strong woman. That's fair. I mean, there could be an argument to be made that women, well, all women should have that in them, but, but that's well, yeah, that's another podcast. I know, but some, but you know, some dudes like you know, like hey, I lead. Can I lead? And, that, and that's a struggle in the relationship. And some of them are just like, I'll let him think he leads. Mm. And then when, she, when he turns his back, she's so like, you know, you know I'm the That's boss. Lee. That's Lee, probably. I would think, yeah. Lee's strong, but Lee lets him yeah, do his thing. Yeah, lets him lead, whereas, like... But he just let it in the wrong way. Tabitha like, or Fish or Barbara, to a certain extent, kind of just take the, take the reins. Yeah. And the men who love them. Yeah. Like, they're full-on leader. Like, like Mooney is full-on, mm. I'm the boss now. I'm the captain now. You know what I mean? I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let that happen. It's good. That was a really welcome. good scene in Sully. Was it? The the the, the, go- I'm the captain. I just seen it in the commercial. No, the, the goose grabbed Tom Hanks's character and was like, "I'm the captain now." <laughs> I'm. Am, am I confusing movies? No, no, that's it. That's, no, that's that, exactly that's, that's how not, it happened. No, that's right? not Sully. That's not Sully. Oh, sorry. Sully's the the way he plays the airplane. You're taking this joke sorry, too literal, bro. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I when it comes to Tom Hanks movies, I need you to be factual, man. I said the goose, but go on. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so then we go to, so uh, Bullock's kidnapped, and now Jim is pretty much. Jim already knows. Once ki- once he's gone, I guess they found his badge, uh, and Jim tells Barnes, "Fish got him. They mm. want Strange. Like we're, we're on to it, man. You gotta let me. You gotta let me do my thing." Barnes tells Jim where Strange is because he knows he's not. A, he knows he's a bounty hunter, but he mm-hmm. knows he's the man for the job. 
And, right? Yeah, but I'm talking about the at the gate. What about with, the, at the one? gate with the two at the gate where Strange is? Because mm-hmm. Bullock gets there first with yep. Mooney. Bullock tries to not kill cops yeah. because yeah. he's a cop. And um, the one with the the blonde hair, I don't have all their names straight yet. I, I don't. I don't think they have they released their names yet. I'm waiting for some of them to drop dead so I can I can get a better I can get a better account. Yeah. But goes out of their way to knock them down and then shoot them. Yeah. In the head, where it's like aw. But I know he's under Fish's command, but yeah. I still wanted a little more out of that character. Ooh, the uh, a Bullock. Yeah, where but I mean, like, that was my one. That was my one little thing where I was like, he's well, a cop, though. Yeah, but he's not goody two shoot. Like he knows how the world works. Like he did. Like he clearly tried to save them, but he already knew that once. Once she. Once she took them down, he knew they were dead. Was he gonna do cry about it? I mean, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but there like wasn't even a look. But we'll move on. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe there's a look in his head. Steve, or or there's credit. or there's more power over how over Fish Mooney that she has over people than we know. Possibly, possibly. So going off that, they break in to go get Strange, and then they have the epic break in. I love I love that I love those. They had there was a, a nice shot where Mooney just comes in and she has her little cape going. <laughs> I love the Mooney cape. She just comes in. Hashtag Mooney cape. Hashtag Mooney cape. Uh, she just comes in and then she she meet, she sees us Strange, and this is where we. Where it goes into one of my favorite scenes. Mm. One of my favorite scenes of today's episode. Uh, the one-on-one scenes between Strange and Mooney. I really like those interactions. When, uh, when he, first he's, he's fawning, he's fawning over his creation. And, but he's like, I can't really help you. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, she just completely shows such emotional vulnerability. She's like, look, I will t- get my answer from you, dude. <laughs> I will squeeze it from you. But correct me if I'm wrong, she never actually got it. She kidnaps him. Yeah, so she doesn't have it. She plans on getting yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, this was going to happen. She'll get it, but I did enjoy that. As someone who clearly, as you learned today, loves metaphors. I love that metaphor. Like, if you squeeze, they somehow have money. Yeah. <laughs> There's always more money. Yeah. She, she she went in there. They think they can treat you like a fool. <laughs> so, uh, while, but while this is going on, the cops show up, and Fish lets them know... I gots Bullock. I gots Bullock. Penguin sees this on TV. Penguin, of course, everything is just so quick. Penguin sees it on TV. Penguin's just like, sweet, vengeance time. Mm-hmm. Penguin rounds up the old, uh, the old uh, uh, mob. There you go. Yep. The old Gotham mob, and they head down to that location to does string he, everyone he, up. Does he keep them somewhere? I know, I know. I was feeling this. So, That's what I said. Like, how the hell did he get them all? By the way, there were some people on Reddit who zoomed in on a license plate last week, mm-hmm. or it was either a license plate or someone's registration, and concluded that this whole show is taking place in 1988. Minus the occasional cell phone, I guess. Because well. the whole point is that this show is supposed to be timeless. Yeah, I bring that up. Because he rallied those people really, like Twitter at the speed of Twitter. Yeah. Well, maybe you know. But I think this show likes to stay away from that and yeah. just have him show up with a mob. I mean, yeah. You don't need too much explanation. We know no. what we want. Let's get right to the goods, man. And that's just what this this show really uh, focuses on: getting mm-hmm. right to the goods. I think they've eliminated all that over-explaining. Exactly. No, and by season three. <clears throat> By season three, none of us are really looking for, like, well, when do the phones work yeah. or not no. work? Where's it's like Mooney? It's, Get it's, the guns. It, yeah, it's Gotham. <laughs> we're well past. Season one, we were like, why does every TV have a tube and it's still four <laughs> by three and they have flip phones? And, like, we don't care about that anymore. Yeah. yeah. But it's worth pointing now that people are 
people are seeing like little clues like that that I think are more a sign of how they want the show to look timeless. Because it should feel like a mid-90s TV show. Mm-hmm. Mid-90s cop show in Gotham without the plottiness we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, and they're also trying to, you know, I think if they're going with the tone that this is Bruce when he's younger. Yeah. Which will. Batman exists now. I mean, I think if they're going in that direction. So, uh, from Bruce to Jim, Jim breaks in, get, getting his getting his Batman on. Jim breaks in and gets caught uh, ASAP, which is probably his plan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that was his plan. It's yeah. got to be his plan because he, he knew he wasn't. He was, he's surrounded by super-powered beings. That would get, be weird if his plan was to go know, in there and snap like, everybody's neck. Like, I, I thought I was going to come in here to save you. I don't know what the hell to do now. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, damn, you guys caught me quick. You got super speed? Um, so J- Jim gets caught, and then he says he can get her out of there if she gives him Bullock. And I guess he didn't... I, he calls Penguin. Well, he calls Penguin, and we get the classic, we'll discuss the plan without... The audience hearing the plan. Yeah. Which I enjoy because we can just about gather that the plan was, hey, I'm talking to Fish right now. She's going to go with Strange out the back if I and Bullock go out the front. So if you go around the back, you'll find her. Yeah. My Gordon needs work. That was pretty good. I I thought I was listening to him. When yeah, I, looked, like, I looked away for a quick second. Straight up, all our like, podcast, podcast listeners. Who's this podcast with again? We're like, oh, Ben McKenzie's on their show. <laughs> um, and that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we didn't need any of that. I enjoyed, it was some good storytelling in this show that we didn't actually get that conversation. We didn't need that conversation. Yeah. Unless there's a longer play, which would be a little campy for me. But So, uh, yeah. Um, so going off that, Jim called Penguin. And apparently he knew he was in the area already. Hmm. Or, or he just figured he'd well, drive he there quickly. The no, he saw the mob. Oh, did you, he did he see saw the mob. The he saw the mob first. You're right. So, so they get it. So he sends out Fish. While Fish is... Well, Penguin sends his people to rush the front. Mooney breaks out the back. And then comes another one of my... One of my favorite parts. I'm telling you, man. Uh, Jada, Fish Mooney Oof. was on fire this episode. She had a lot of, Oof, uh, a lot and- of nice moments. Fish escapes to the back and comes across Penguin, and they have an epic tete-a-tete. An epic face-to-face. I think part of the reason... Ooh. Yeah, that happened. I do, I do think part of the reason you really enjoyed this encounter was it proved your theory about this correct and my theory incorrect last week. Okay. When I was saying, like, oh, um, whatchamacallit, Penguin... Penguin doesn't like Fish because he doesn't know her motivation, where he knows everybody else's motivation. And you're like, no, I think it's because he knows her motivation, and it's because she thinks he's a like a tiny little thing, mm-hmm. and he doesn't like that people feel that way about her. And you you were closer. I, I don't think I was closer. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I was right. Take the compliment, bro. Guys, I think I was right. That's one. That's one for me. There's how many episodes? Twenty left. I'm yeah. trying to get to ten. Trying to get the ten. Trying to get the ten. Trying to get the ten. Um, yeah, and they have a, a, a legit one-on-one, and we see we see that moment happen where she explains where he, where where it looks like he's about to kill her. And a piece of me, I thought it was about to. I was like, they're really going to kill fish and by episode three. Damn, Jada I mean, must Jada, Jada must have a movie going on or something. Kill. I know. So it looks it's like Gotham. So it looks like uh, he's about to kill her, but then he asks her, "Why did you let me live?" And then her explanation. Ugh. 
and she sold it so like when she said she was she pretty much said i mean you're my son yeah see, that's pretty much what she said you're, you're my, my child. son i'm your mom yeah and I can't and kill my baby. I'm pretty sure we're well aware Cobblepot's got severe some mommy stuff. Severe. There's some severe. mommy stuff that he was working out in his face. I know. In front of her, and then he lets her live. He was struggling. And she was just like, you know, like, and, she, and then he pointed, she pointed out to her the doctor. She's like, he knows, because he made me. Mm. He, he my daddy. Because she called him daddy this episode. She called um, Hugo yep. Strange daddy. Oh boy! Yep. So then, yeah. So then, she has the the moment with the uh, penguin and just just lets it out, and Ooh. then it just it, it, and it it, you, it like it cut right to the core, and he was just like, "All right, fish, get out of here. I can't right now." Oh, that was such a good scene. Ooh, everything about that, and it was oh. it felt like a good plan. So you were my umbrella boy. You rubbed my because at first I yeah. thought. First, I thought it was gonna be condescending. She's like, "You're my umbrella boy." That's how it. Like, it, like, it they could be con- us there. Yeah. It could be condescending. Under anyone else, it could kind of be condescending. She's like, "You rubbed my feet." Like that's that's that could be an insult if anyone else says it. Mm-hmm. But she says it. She said it with like the the love of like a mother who has children. That when the mom works all day, her son's like, "Don't worry, mom, I got you." And he rubs her Aww. feet. You know, like, "Mommy, thank you. I love you. I love you, mom." You want some cocoa butter on those feet? And rubs them. I, rubs them towards mama. But I feel like from season one, season one that was him, where season three he's grown to be like a son of like... And she was proud. Like, hey mom, here's flowers. Yeah. I love you. I have to go work. Yeah. I have to go, and like, how adults interact with their mother. Yeah. Is that, that's how adults interact with their mothers, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't think, I don't remember the last time I bought my mom flowers, but I give her hugs. Penguin should have killed her, Ivan Soto. Damn, dude. I, Ivan Soto is savage. Jeez. Um, I'll bring it up now. I'll <laughs> yeah. bring it up now. It's technically a, it's technically a prediction, but we can bring it up now. Okay. I hinted to it already. Because we didn't see that phone conversation, is there a long con here? From Jim? From Gordon to Penguin of, it'll help your cause more if you let her live. Because then you'll have a straw man. My, my, my Gordon has divulged to be yeah. Vince McMahon. That was, I know that was pretty. That was pretty bizarre. You're and then you got to tell her you're fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let her there. know you're gone. Um, no, Austin. <laughs> I think Here's I think that was pure. Stop us. Yeah, I know, right? She's not. We can, we'll go in a complete wrestling tangent. <laughs> I think that uh, it was complete and utter, like on the moment. I mean, I think maybe Jim thought it was going to happen. I think Jim maybe thought he wouldn't kill her because of that moment, because maybe he saw mm-hmm. it coming, but I don't think he told him anything. Me I too. think it was a legit... Me too. I think that was a legit jump yeah. a legit jump cut, because they had to cover so much. This episode... I feel like season... Or episode three, we need a slower... Pace. A slower-paced episode that kind of slows down, because we've introduced a bunch of things, dealt with a bunch of things, that we kind of need to come down, and we're not there yet. Yeah, but Sorry. especially we're so, so freaking... so fast um and eric in the chat room said i uh i always lose <laughs> my uh predictions that's why i need 10 man damn he doesn't want to come on he, eric eric olin he doesn't want to win them all he wants to win 10 i just want to win enough i'm trying to get to 500 in the course of a season here you probably make 100 yeah he wants to get 10 right um hashtag quest to 10 <laughs> that's one so uh all right so where was i so Oh yeah, okay. Now the mob burns a body bag. That was crazy. But those are the, those are the, those are the monsters, right? It's got to be the monsters. There's got to be at least one, two dead monsters. Yeah. From the that fray, was... and the mob burned 
body bags. If anything, if anything, if, if anything is a indication that he's got the people on his side, Burn. mass <laughs> mass death. By the way, mass murder. In is our it. current political climate, we're talking about what it takes to get people on your side. I'll go with the world we live in right now, where you just have to have rhetoric in the media. Yeah. Versus the the world Gotham is depicting, where you literally have to. You yeah. literally have to deliver bodies yeah. to a bonfire. Well, I mean, they didn't have Twitter. Ooh. They, they didn't have a... They don't have Twitter yet. They flip phones. Thanks, Eric Olin. Eric Olin's pu- pushing for me to get 10. My guy. Eric Olin's um, got you. So, yeah. So, Penguin's in a great place right now. And now we get to a... Uh, now we get to something sexy. You can take us there? Yeah, now we get to something a little... Uh, you taking us to the... A little smooth to the gym? sexy. We go, I didn't, this caught me so off guard. We go to Jim in the apartment with Vicky Vale, and, you know, they're just... Which which Vale? Valerie Vale. Sorry, guys. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Valerie Vale is with Jim, and she pretty much breaks down his entire plan to a Mm -hmm. science. It's like, I knew what what you were doing. Boom, boom, She just calls him out. She just calls him out. And he's just so smooth with it. He's like, maybe I did that. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I'm just Jim. You know what I mean? I'm just doing my thing. And then... Next thing I know, he just takes her coat off. They're face to face. He takes her jacket off, and it's like he goes full Humphrey Bogart. And she's just like, wait. And he's like, stop talking. Give me your face. And just just like lip locks her. And it was like, I'm not against the love triangle, the, you know, the love happening. You said said love triangle more than once. Yeah, you're right. It's going to happen. Lee has moved on. Well, she wouldn't be back in Gotham if she moved on. Which happens right after this. Lee moved on. Can we be very, very clear? No, she didn't move on. She was just, she was just had a man. She just, she dated. I mean, if she moved on, she wouldn't be back in Gotham. She had like a job in Gotham. Why was she back? She's got business. She's got no in, family. She's got business she don't work in there Gotham. No more. She might want to stop Penguin. Come on, man. She might need. To, she might want to come back to the GCPD to help stop Penguin or stop Fish. She worked at she worked at Arkham, which was right above Indian Hill. Like there were a lot but of you reasons. Think, you think she's what? You think she's she's showing up to like, hey, can you, can, I, can I get a copy of my resume because I'm applying for somewhere down south? No, I think she's coming back up to Gotham of like, y'all need my help. I don't know, dude. Because clearly, know. I think the last thing no, she wants to do. Because clearly, Lucius CJ. Fox doesn't know what to do with the Peabody. Ah, ah that was all a long wind up for that job. joke. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Bang. All right, so Jim lays it down. On Vale, and they have a, and it was like it was such a, a, a like a nineteen what, thirties forties Humphrey Bogart moment because right after that scene, you see the train oh, coming train looked, in. That train looked amazing. Yeah, like, that, that whole so shot vintage. looked amazing. Yeah, and then she just comes off the train and like she's taking off her glove. It looked so like fresh MGM. off the train, <laughs> fresh off the train from whatever city Deadpool is. I know. Yeah, exactly. Fresh <laughs> off the train, exactly. Fresh, <laughs> off the train. fresh off the train from Ryan Reynolds' crib. Um, she shows up, and it's like right there, boom! You see, it's about to go down. Mm. In in instant love triangle. The episode ends with an instant love triangle. And hey, those are the best loves. Timber the ones that can go to a triangle. Timber would have been an also would have been a good song to come in on. <laughs> Timber. But we've we've come in on that song before. Yes, we have. I think we have the All postmodern right. jukebox version. Okay, real quick, let's cut through the other guys. Well, we let's get into Ivy. Ivy, you want to do Ivy first? Ivy, then Wayne. Okay, so Ivy wakes up. I thought it was Bruce waking up, by the way, at yeah. first. But uh, Ivy wakes up um, a full-on, I guess, teenager to young adult. She looks 19, I would say. Yeah. And she's just developed. Yep. And she she meets a, a random dude. 
and he's just like, "You thirsty?" And he guess he brings it to the she, well, he brings it to her house to I help mean, her. I mean, he looked thirsty. Yeah, he did look thirsty. You're right. You're <laughs> he right. He looked so thirsty. See, Moss was in here to appreciate that. Um, She'll watch. She, uh, he was uh, he was thirsty. He brings her back to the house, and then she I guess they have a little interaction where she's just like, "I I'm, I'm different inside and out," and apparently he doesn't treat it. He's surrounded by plants that he let die. Mm. And she well, kills him. She, well, because she likes plants. Well, yeah, that's she good. that's her thing. Yeah, she that's her thing. And she, I guess, she bashed him over the head. I guess hard enough to kill him. Yeah. So let's get into the science. Okay. Um, dude who created the Peabody, mm-hmm. which Gotham won a Peabody. Guys. Yes, yes, yes. Got a Peabody. <laughs> um, touched Ivy, didn't kill Ivy. So she threw the water. Yeah. Aged. Yeah. Aged about at least five to maybe eight years. Let's say ten years. Let's say ten years. Ten's a, ten's a good number. She aged ten years. Now, she's a completely different actress. hmm That's about the science, right? Does she have any superpowers? Other I, than... I think it's going to debut later. There's going to have we, a moment, because Strange think... is around. So that Strange is going to, like, work on her to make her have superpowers? Probably. That's the only, so that, o- the only option. So that she's a lady who survived water yeah. and grew ten years? Thank you. Okay. She's a lady who survived water and grew 10 years with an affinity for plants that can pick up potted plants yeah. and kill people. So she doesn't have powers yet. Not yet. Okay. I think it's going to come. I mean... I, I could buy that. Yeah. Or, or maybe they're just hidden inside her. So, so yeah. So Ivy, so Ivy kills him and I guess... I mean, that was a quick... I didn't know she had it in her, but I guess she's always crazy. So well, Ivy has been set. This show has some pace. Yeah. Because a lesser show would have had her live with that guy and form mm-hmm. a relationship, and they would have talked about their yeah. feelings, and he would have got a six episode deal, and then like, then she'd have killed him. Yeah, and be like, we don't, we don't. This is Gotham. We don't have the kind. We don't have that kind of time. She's got to be killing other people. Yeah, like ASAP. next week, we got to introduce you quick. Because uh, Poison Ivy, at least as she existed in the comic books, felt that humanity was a plague on plants and ultimately the earth. Yeah, which, I mean, the science is a little backwards. Yeah. The earth, like, we're a flea on the scope of the earth, but Poison Ivy sees it differently. Yeah. All right, real quick, let's get let's, let's get let's get into Bruce. Let's get into Bruce real fast. Um. So yeah. So then Bruce is taken to the Court of Owls, and he has an interaction, and he lays down a deal, pretty much as, as, um, saying, "If you keep my family, you no, know, she, the Court of Owls tells him, if you keep, we'll keep your family alive. We'll, we won't harm anyone you do as long as you don't bother us anymore." And then. And then he he wakes up back with uh with Alfred with Alfred and then Alfred you know they having a little um talk and but I think the seeds were planted that it doesn't really look like Bruce is really gonna follow that but he has to find a way to work underneath that without yeah. getting caught well because I e the, the the cloaking cowl yeah but before that we got an admission of I wanted answers and I got answers yeah. We're yeah. the court of owls. We run it. It was the plan. Yeah. We're the court of owls. We run everything. You have your answers. Yeah. This is our might. If you'd like to go up against our might, the next time you'll be put in the back of a van and you'll never wake up. Yep. This time you got to meet us. This is what we are. Face us again. You're done. You're done. And what is he now? Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll lay low for a while. It's a pretty reasonable choice. Yeah, you got time. You got time. For any person, including a 13-year-old boy, 13-year-old orphan, to be like, you know what? I got answers. I got closure. I should 
learn how to dance. Yeah. I should learn how to be an adult. <laughs> and maybe at some point in my life fight the Court of Owls. Yeah, it'll come. But this show and the pace of this show has something literally arrive at his doorstep that will stop him from complacency. Mm. Which is a clone Bruce? A clone Bruce shows up. I don't know what's going to happen. I didn't expect that either. I didn't expect... So quick. We should have. So much happened. We should have, because, like, Ivy literally gave him the address. Like, th- we should have known mm. this was happening. Yeah, but I thought they'd spy. I thought he'd spy on him. I, w- I didn't know he'd, he'd, he'd interact. <clears throat> yeah, he'd just straight up... Yeah. Like, head-to-head. Like, I enjoy this writing, but they they just put everybody up against each other and make them deal. According to Ivan Soto, Bruce 16. was 16. I'll take... Yes, because he was 12... He was was he fourteen or he was thirteen at the beginning at season one. I don't know how old he is. Well, eh, we'll think about it. All right, so the clone under shows 17. up real quick, real quick. Did, did that lead to you any? Uh, We're straight up into predictions. Yeah, yeah your after buzz TV go, predictions. Lead us. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, I'll just go. Um, I still think this is Thomas Wayne Jr. Okay, we can call it a brother, but a clone. Okay. A clone is also a brother if it's the same age and actor. Um, he doesn't know who he is, but I think he was created by the Court of Owls. I, th- I obviously think Dr. Hugo Strange knows about him. Dr. Hugo Strange is with Fish Mooney fi- and under Fish Mooney's control. Fish Mooney's going to figure out how to control her powers mm-hmm. and become a worthy adversary to both Penguin and anyone who stands for the good of Gotham. Penguin is going to become an uneasy alliance with the Gordons and the Waynes of the world. They're going to have to vanquish... All the crazies, including including Fish Mooney and Doctor Strange. Doctor, sorry, Doctor Hugo Strange. Okay. And at the end, and in December, a lot of the Mad City, as it were, will be taken down. And now we're left with this uneasy partnership of probably Mayor Oswald Cobblepot, but also CD Dark Underworld leader of Gotham. Sounds good. I like that. I like that. I don't have. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna co-sign that. And and uh, Strange will give Ivy his powers. All right, her Love powers. It. Guys, if you haven't already, please go to youtube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Subscribe, like us. Go to iTunes. Do the same thing. Comment. Give us those five stars. I'm Michael Drew. You can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew, E-A-L. You can find my man Steve Kaufman at... You guys can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Almost exclusively. I do some live comedy all around Los Angeles. I tweet about those dates pretty regularly. Also, I'm editing a documentary called Shame on You. It's hashtag Shame on You, Doc. I should promote it more. Yes, guys. This was great. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.